on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Guys, welcome. You are listening to DC on CW Arrow Edition on Rayman Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, download that Rayman Digital app. It's on the iTunes App Store and the Google Play Store. Search Rayman Digital. You also also find us, almost had a stroke right there, uh, on demand through iTunes and Stitcher by searching DC on CW. Leave us a review on iTunes and Stitcher. We appreciate it. It helps the show out more than you think. I know it sounds like bogus every time I say it. I was actually reading those the other day for Stitcher. Are they good? Yeah, it kind of makes me feel good about myself sometimes. They don't hate. They don't hate us. No, no, it's not as bad as the iTunes ones. Okay, about, I, yeah, they're passive aggressive. Like they're good, but they suck. Yeah, those are my favorite ones. As always, I am your show host Ryan Denton, and in the studio with me is Bobby Doherty. I am still here. Uh, hey, he's still here, guys. And uh, no Angelica today. Uh, I think she uh, fell. Had some work things. She happened. hurt herself. No, don't I'm say kidding. That. No, I'm kidding, guy. That's not the truth. It's not true. I promise. Every, everybody tweet her and yeah, tweet her. And, yeah, <laughs> she's not with us any longer. <laughs> uh no 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 just kidding guys she's she had some work stuff so uh today we'll be breaking down and discussing arrow season six episode 13 the devil's greatest trick the end of kate and james saga as we find the man who is actually pulling the strings um moment of silence for kate and james who was here and gone too quick and that's a moment of silence for him uh, dude i did not see this coming i, I called it last week it had to end I mean, you did. God, you did call us. I did. It just it, like storytelling wise, like in my head, I couldn't see where this would branch off to keep on like where it could keep going episode. Yeah. I mean, nine. It's not like how could you keep the same thing one going? or two to where they're like, oh, and then the next two would set up next season and we'd be done. We're nine. We're on the back nine here. Yeah, so. we're on the back nine. Dude. We're, hey, we're coming down the stretch. We're trying to win a tournament here. And there was no way they could have kept going with that character. Right? I mean, I just felt like it, it had run its course. They couldn't do the whole, I'm going to blow the city up for nine episodes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like day 340 of the takeover of Star City. It would have, dude, it would have been totally like Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Just, he takes control of the city and. Like, come on, Oliver, fix your back and go be. Star City, take control of your city. Like, he just turns into Bane. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. He just have to get really buff, though. Anyways. All right, guys, so we've got a little bit of news here. We've got one article, um, and it has to do with actually where we're going with this nine episodes, I'm thinking. Um, Aerocast Helix's Kira Zagorski, I think I got that right, as League of Assassins alum with an agenda. Uh, Someone is out to protect the late Malcolm Merlin's legacy and will lock horns with anyone who stands in her path. 
Uh, TV Line has learned exclusively that CW's Arrow has cast former Helix scientist Kira Zagorski in the role of Athena, a former member of the League of Assassins. Bearing a scar across her face is an example of her fearlessness and determination. Because if you have scars, so like, is my chicken pox scar on my face? Does that make me fearless? Is and, my, the scar over my right eye uh, where I was telling on my sisters and I tripped running up fell. the stairs and fell? Yeah, I, I have one above my left eye when I ran into. I got hit with a golf ball in my. What face. about the part, the the one in the middle of my forehead where everybody thinks it's kind of part of my bald spot, but, but it's, it's not. not. Because I hit myself in the head with a racquetball racket in college, <laughs> I and I glued my head this. back together. I did not know that story. That's amazing. You're fearless, Bob, and and you have determination. Anyways, uh, Athena aims to maintain the legacy of Malcolm Merlin, her fallen commander, and thus sees anyone who has uh, once associated with him as a potential threat. Uh, Zagorsi's casting comes not long after it was reported that Katrina Law is heading back to the CW series as Nissa Al Ghul. When the former League of Assassins leader uh, resurfaces in Star City to air quote, to warn off an impending danger that will threaten everything we know and love. In addition to her stint as Helix's Dr. Julia Walker and upcoming recurring role on The 100, Zagorsi's TV credits uh, Continuum, Travelers, and episodes of Supernatural and Falling Sides. I should know this. Why do I not remember her? (laughs) Episodes of Supernatural could have been bartender number four. Uh, That is very true. But they, well, I'll have to look it up later. But again, a hundred and supernatural are in that stable, like we always joke about. Yeah, the, Vancouver. the, CW, the, the Vancouver CW stable. Yes. Um, this is, uh, dude. I have absolutely no idea what they're going to do with this. I mean, obviously, this has to be where we're going with the end of the season, right? Yeah, and it's weird because you look up Athena in like DC Comics, and of course, we're only talking about the Greek goddess. So yeah. I don't know where we're getting to with this, but I have a theory. About Uh-oh. a big bad and somebody with the, you know, with the league uh-huh. that could blow this up. And are, are you a, waiting to tell us that? Or no, are you gonna I'm, do it now? I'm going to. Oh, okay. Dude, okay. It's, it's set up, buddy. Okay. I'll just, hey, just look, I didn't up. know if you were going to do it later in the episode. No, no, no. Okay. I'm doing this right now. Okay. Because if if, okay. if the, the league is coming back to revenge Malcolm Merlin and we need an impactful, because if you read like all the articles about Caden James and it's not necessarily like it's, it's. It's a bad guy that nobody cares about. Okay. And if we go with like the theories of, you know, nobody's watching Walking Dead for the good guys. You know, we watch for Negan. Right. Exactly. It's yeah, always the bad guys. guys that make the episode. So okay. one of the teasers that we saw early on would lead me to believe that this is a possibility. And especially if they want to go with he's part of the league. Why not bring in Bane? Because we've seen Snakebite, a.k.a. Uh, Venom. Uh, uh, uh. You can't say Bane and not give me a boner, dude. That's why I didn't want to tell you when Steve was still in the office. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I just got it wrecked. I can only get so hard. Bob, you can't say stuff like that. But, but right? Like, wouldn't that be an impactful, like, psychological, physical, like, if, you know, we're talking about more of the comic book Bane, not necessarily not what like we... Like the actual Venom, like a big... Yeah, like, yeah. you know, not like, you know, burn from the shitty Batman yeah. movie. Yeah, like, not, not Joel Schumacher Bane. Oh, God, you that know, was so bad. Like, but like just a, a different version of Tom Hardy Bane. Oh, see, I'd be OK with that. You know, and it would be an impact thing that would bring people back to the show because it'd be like, oh, my gosh, let's see what they're doing with Bane. Does he have the voice? Does he have like the uh, fucking... again, I haven't got that far into it. No, you make him Mexican. I mean, legitimately do the Bane like 
He is. Do you think that gives you power yes, over no, me? He's You're not going to get that? No, we're not going to do that. Oh. He's got to be Latino vein. Oh, he's going to be like, orale. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Luchador Bane sounded like that either. But oh, that, whatever. <laughs> That's how you read him in your head. That's how you read him in your head. Go with it. Yeah. Orale, I am here to eat all your tacos. <laughs> it is Taco Tuesday. I will taco not fight you today. I will fight you later. It I will fight you Tuesday. tomorrow. I have to get my tacos. And then I will fight you with you venom. Just turned into Arnold like halfway when you said Did tacos. I really? Oh, like, tacos, tacos. I did kind of. But, but yeah. again, it, it, it's an impactful like name villain that kind of relates to like the league. So basically, this this entire season is Dark Knight Rises. No, but not, <laughs> but I'm just saying we talked about like last week. Yeah. With Hush being right, right, right. like a possible villain. And again, I mean, I know the first thing, you know, this is back before we ever started DC on CW is like, they have snake bite, you know, right. it's green. That's just venom. We know what it is. Yeah. It's a drug. So why not have that be like linked to a precursor to Bane? That'd be cool, That, that if like Malcolm Merlin and like the league was always in this and that this is like this Spaniard. I mean, I know you're going to get mad at me when I say this, but... Bruce Wayne exists, which means Batman exists, which means Bane has to exist. Yeah. Right? Yes. And I was going with Venom exists. Right. And then that's, a, that's another way. Like, it's just like seven degrees of Batman to get to certain characters. But it, no, I, I, I agree, dude. I think obviously you know how I feel about Bane. Yeah. And I mean, I think all the listeners know how I feel about Bane. Um, that would be a pretty interesting character. And not only that, but it's a it's a character that could lead us. It could be, you know, even into next season. You know, that's what I'm saying. Not even ha- like have the league reapproach. I think they're coming back uh, episode 16 or 17. Right. Uh, Roy Harper's coming back episode 15. So things are changing here, hopefully towards the better because, you know, we're getting Arsenal back. We're getting the league back. Why not have this set up and this Athena person be like the secondary thing, but right. only leading the fact that that Bane's controlling her and Bane's coming with the rest of the league that revenge Oliver. For I Malcolm's am here death. to fulfill Ra's al Ghul's destiny. I mean, technically, yeah, that, that it would, would be work pretty, on that. Yeah, that would work on that end that, too. That say work on that line, right? Uh, uh, dude, I would. I mean, because technically, you, I mean, Merlin was Ra's al Ghul, right? And the Eve had brought up when he was leaving after Flash was. That, you know, well, this isn't, a, I'm like, this isn't a movie character that's going to come up forever. Yeah, like, this is one we're that's going to put there. on the shelf. Yeah. Because you got to figure, you know, we, I think that's what we always worry about when we talk about some of these bigger villains in DC that could be the, the impactful part of it is that we are afraid that the DCU is going to steal them or say, no, they're Bane's off limits. Bane's not coming back anytime soon. Bane's not coming back. It's not, Bane was only as big as he is because of the Nolan verse. Yep. They're not going to go there. They um, won't bring him back. They won't bring him back. You know, they're 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 out to 2022 right now with movies and his name has not brought up. Like we you hear the noir film with Penguin, you know, a Deathstroke, yeah. the 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 Legion of Doom with you Lex know and, Lex and all them, yeah. You know, you, you don't hear this as a name brought up. Which is a bummer because he is such an awesome villain. But I think that's the thing is he is an awesome villain, but too many people think that it uh, is a, the, the Hardy Bane. Not not even the Hardy Bane, but you go back, you either have the Hardy Bane or you have the, you know, the over the top cartoonish, like big dummy Bane. Yeah, Joel Schumacher. Bane going to smash. And he's not. He's a really intelligent man. He just happens to have super strength. Yeah. 
he's actually probably one of the smartest Batman villains of all time. And that, I think that's what makes this interesting because people only know him as being an idiot. And it's like, look, dude, this guy's really smart. He's the only Batman villain to figure out that Bruce Wayne was Batman. Like, let's be completely honest. So this is cool, man. That's a cool theory. I, I, I mean, you know, like I said, you know, how I feel about Bane. So that'd be a hell of a theory. I'd be fucking super psyched about that. Yeah. Plus, I, I don't even know how Oliver, how do you stop that? Like, that's. Again, it would just it would just be a kind of a cool turn yeah. for the 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 season for the franchise because it, it's un, unfortunately it's got to be somebody big and Green Arrow just doesn't have like that type of impactful characters. Yeah, and it it has to be somebody that it's can beat be, him yeah. on the mental side and the physical side because I think that's what's lacking with the King James story is that There's he had no to go physical. get a bunch of thugs. Yeah, and it's not like Bane's both. Yeah, it's not like Caden James was going to beat Oliver in a fist fight. Yeah, not only am I going to beat you in a fist fight, but I'm going to whoop your ass mentally too as well. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right, guys, that's going to do it for news. Bobby just got me really super psyched. Hey, um, I mean, it, it, again, they need to do something drastic to, yeah. to bring the viewers back. We talked. There's just not. It's. It's. No, we're going to talk about it here in a little bit. So. Um. All all right, guys, that's going to do it. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Arrow Season 6, Episode 13, The Devil's Greatest Trick. But first, a quick break. Oh, sorry about the limo. Love the wheelchair. Might I suggest motorized. DC on CW. We'll be right back. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DEAL30 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DEAL30. That's D-E-A-L-30 at adamandeve.com. Hey guys! Do you know that Rainman Digital now offers a premium service? That's right. Besides the weekly free broadcast that we do here, Rainman Digital now offers a premium service. And when you pledge to our Patreon page, you automatically become a subscriber. It's super easy. The premium service includes video content plus additional exclusive shows like Star Trek from the Holodeck, Comic Book Chaos, DC on CW, Supernatural the Crossroads, and more. Head over to patreon.com slash Rainman Digital and sign up today. Every dollar counts, guys. Yes, it does. The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show. I mean, I just think it's it's ridiculous. It really is. This whole whitewashing. I mean, this and this is literally on almost every trade mag right now dealing uh, with movies. Is this Scarlett Johansson casting? And it's not fair to her. I feel bad for her, honestly. Yeah. Because she's paid her dues and she's being you know attacked for being hired to do a job. Yeah, that's the world we live in. Uh, this is Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders can't come to the podium right now. Uh, uh, this is my plan. Uh, it, uh, for, forget the whitewashing for a moment here, okay? Uh, Scarlett Johansson. She... 
according to a box office mojo, she's worth approximately $65 million. That's just too much money for anybody to be worth. And in my new plan for this country is I think we should start with her. And we should actually cut her up into various oh, pieces. I think gonna... we, no, no, listen to my plan here. I think we should chop her up into various sections and uh, give everybody a piece of Scarlett Johansson. That, that, that way, it's fair for everybody. She's worth $65 million, and that way it'll be fair for everybody because nobody should be worth $60 million as long as I'm a presidential nominee. So, Mr. Sanders, you're, you're saying that you would like to apply the concept of socialism to a very specific physical yeah, individual. Plus, plus we should just cut up the bitch. Oh, Jesus <laughs> For more Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com. Star Wars from the back to tank. That's what gave me the chills back in the day with Empire Strikes Back. Yoda talking about all the spiritual elements of the force and say, you know, talking about the forces everywhere. It's in that rock, in that tree. Yeah. It's around you. It's around me. It's in your penis. <laughs> it's in your penis. Use now it. release it. You all <laughs> use it on Jen also. <laughs> Execute order six, six on her asshole. Go into her dark cave. Oh, 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 <laughs> your blaster. You will not need <laughs> what's inside. Whatever you take, whatever you take. Luke confronts a big old penis. Oh, that's I, we just lost all credibility <laughs> once again. Listen to the Star Wars from the Back to Tank late night replay Monday through Friday, starting at one a.m. Pacific, only on Rain Man Channel zero zero one. Listen from the Rain Man Digital app or tune in. Just search RM Channel zero zero one. You're listening to Rain Man Digital, DC on CW. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, Arrow Season 6, Episode 13, The Devil's Greatest Trick, directed by J.J. Macaro, written by Sarah Tarkov and Emilio Ortega Aldrich. He can play Bane. He can, I, what's he look like? Is he just Is he ripped? Is he sh- more shredded than a Julian Shallon? Sounds Spanish. He does sound Spanish. Emilio, for sure, sounds Spanish. Unless it's Emilio Estevez. That's he's, not, he's, that's not. Um, I would throw this synopsis to Angelica, but she's not here. So, uh, Caden James dies. There we go. Um, spoiler, spoiler alert. If they're listening by now. It's- yeah, they know. Okay. So, we'll get into that in a little bit. We're going to talk about something that we've kind of, we kind of started talking about last week. But this week we're going to delve real deep in, and I'm, I'm really kind of bummed Angelica's not here for this one because I really feel like she could add some really, really stellar points to this. Um, but I've got to ask, and I need to know, and I'm going to have the viewers, I'd like the viewers to tweet us as well. Is Dinah the worst fucking character ever in Arrowverse? And fucking was not in the notes. I added that. <laughs> <laughs> like... Can we talk about, uh, so, so guys, I I talked to Bobby before we went on air and Steve was still in here and I said, look at this character. When she first showed up, she was a cool chick 
that we we were really strong, independent. strong, independent, super cool, badass chick. Now she's a fucking psychopath and a weirdo. And and typically when I use the word weirdo, guys, like I'm a weirdo. I'm a Bobby's a weirdo. We're weirdo. This is a different type of weirdo. This is like I don't want to be around you. You are fucking weird type weirdo. Like she's her transition from cool chick, badass, kick ass chick to fucking psychopath has destroyed this character. Like I couldn't agree more. It it it's it's painful to watch her. I don't even want to watch her, dude. You ever you ever watch? Okay, let me ask you a question. This may just be me, Bobby. This may I don't know. You ever watch a movie and a really embarrassing scene comes on on the on the on the movie, and you're like, "Fuck, I don't want to watch this because this is so embarrassing." Like, have you ever had that happen? Yeah, it's usually when tits pop up on the screen and my <laughs> well, dad's next to me. Uh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, like, something Is like... Are you a, looking at the boobs, too? <laughs> I meant... <laughs> that's, that's amazing. I meant more like something really embarrassing to the main character or, like, something that, like, if it happened to me, I'd be like, oh, fuck. You know, like, I typically don't want to watch it. This is how I feel about Dinah every time she shows up on the screen. I don't... I want to fast forward it. Like, it's that bad. That's bad. To go from a character where I was like, man, this, she's fucking cool. Like, you like know, this is the connect, like, this is what I, we wanted, right? I think if you've been a, like a long time listener of the show, you've seen it evolve from like, this was the canary that should have been from the beginning. Right. And, and now we, and over the last, I want to kill her winter break. There's been like this just weird transition and not in a good way, not even in like a good, like eating way, you know, like a evil way. Yeah. It's just been like it's bad. A, a bad character choices and like turning her from everything she was yeah. to this. It just doesn't seem like there was a proper progression or like trigger or anything that has got her kind of whacked out of her head because yeah. it, it's not like we can even say like the death of Vince has caused this. No, she's been, she's been bad for the last two or three episodes. Yeah. And, and it's, it's sad, dude. It's sad. It's sad. That's it, the only word I can come up with. You want, like, you want, like, Green Arrow to have a black canary yeah. that is well, we're, what we're gonna she get was. That. We're going to get that. So, uh, I don't know, you know, it, it's almost like you, you want to see, you know, Batman have a good Robin. And right. You, you want to see, like, these pair-ups happen. Yes. You know. It, it, well, we're nerds, dude. We're, we're comic book nerds. We want to see the things that we see in the comic books, you know, like. It, it just it you, makes you want to see like your childhood and yes. things that you've read. Like it, it's probably no different than if you were like, "Oh, I grew up reading C.S. Lewis and The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe was my thing." Yeah. or Harry Potter is my thing. I, I have a I, and, I have a great analogy. I have a great. So I just recently read Ready Player One. Okay, and I fucking love that book. Like no joke, dude. I haven't been that enveloped into a book since Harry Potter. Okay, the movie is coming out, right? And I'm sitting here, you know, and when I think about it and when I think about how I was into that book and I think about the movie, I'm going, man, I really hope they do a couple scenes that I really loved the right way. Yeah, you start pitching it in your head. Yes, exactly. So with with Dinah, when she first showed up, we were like, man, this is really this is the black canary that we wanted. This is what we should have gotten in the beginning with Laurel. And we were really psyched about it. And we were really hyped. Guys, if, you're, if you've listened for a while, you know we were hyped up on Dinah. We liked her. 
but the writing and the character it have just gone straight downhill so fast that if it was a roller coaster, your neck would break. That's how bad she's gone straight downhill. Yeah. Like her reaction to the whole Laurel situation is so petty. Like, look, okay. I understand that your man died. The guy that you're in love with again for the second time. Okay. But her going rogue and like, like it is completely asshat backwards from the character that they gave us in the beginning. The character in the beginning was the character that was like justice and I need to be, I'm a cop too as well. And I need to do things the right way. And now she just wants to go out and kill someone like talk about 180. That's a completely different character flaw. Like where did that come from? Am I, am I just looking at this the wrong way or I, I don't know? Like, no, I just, no, you're not. It's one of those things to where I, if I was to go back and review I could not tell you the point of where this breakdown started. Yeah. Because even up to like last week's episode when they had like that awkward, like you trust me. And she's just like, I'm going to use my womenly ways on you. I'm going to use my, my lips, you know, and she never really said like, I had like hope that she still had some kind of doubt in, you know, Vince and the vigilante, you know, and it wasn't, it was just like, I'm just smitten in love. And, I think that's always the problem we have with these, the way some of, like, it's not just an Arrow problem. We saw it with Killer Frost. It's a CW CW problem where they write relationships weird. They write them so backwards. Yeah, and, and it's always weird that it always, like, if a woman falls into a relationship with a character on the show, they they either become, like, a gooey mess, like, of the... Not the good kind. No, yeah. Or the you know they you know they like we said they, they become joke. high school ca- girls yes and and, yeah. and these were supposed to be you know mid twenties like women that have been through relationships before and you know we see never been kissed <laughs> this is so true dude <laughs> you know it, it's so no I, you actually bring up a fucking fantastic point with that because we see that like let's 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 bring another example in okay Caitlin right with. Caitlin for for we've seen her literally trip and fall on dick and she becomes a completely different character. Um, hell dude, Felicity was even kind of the same way, Yeah, you know, and they I think lately the writing or historically the writing when, when these characters get in relationships with each other, it has been so bad. Like dude. Okay. If, if the original Dinah that you saw, right. The one that originally shows up, Right. If she got in a relationship, would you ever see her being gushy? No, I, I, I look at her as one of the, like those like strong kind of almost dudish chicks. Yeah. Like she'd call out her own name in sex. Like, yeah. The one that wants to go to the bar and drink with you. Not the cool ones. Yeah. Not yeah. like the, the mushy romantic type. Let's go have wine somewhere. Yeah. No, I just didn't throw her for that kind yeah, of like, just like emotional person. Yeah. And even when you start going to like the flashbacks type things that they showed a couple weeks ago, it didn't even seem like that. That's why it just seems so out of character of what they're doing with her. Yep. The, the throw her into the, like this crazy, Spiral. almost jokerish like rage of like, what is going on? Yeah. I, I mean, the whole Laurel thing just throws me off with her. And I think, you know, they had a few, they had what, two, three fight scenes this episode. Yeah. 
and I, I'm not going to lie, dude, they weren't, they weren't mind blowing. Um, they were good. I'm not saying they were bad, I'm not saying they were bad, but there was a few where it looked like you could totally see the tele, like it was telegraphed. Um, I did like the use of their powers in the fight. That was cool. I was way into that. Yeah. And then, you know, her getting, end up getting shot and all that. I think that the way to to make that work is almost if something would have happened, you know, and then we kind of saw it in like the, the one fight scene where Oliver ties them up both up. Right. He hits him with the arrow. Yeah. And, you know, bends the powers and like something like that happened where it's almost like Christmas story where the <laughs> Ralphie's on top of the bully just keeps fucking punching him over and over again. <laughs> like, you know, that, like that, that, that unbridled like rage. rage, Yeah, you know, not just her being like psycho and just like, Oh, we got to kill her. I'm going to kill her. I'm going to take her out. Just like that, just that rage, like that tear punching. Yeah. Like I just think of other ways that they could have done it. There's yeah. The, the kind of get that across. So it just doesn't seem so just awkward it's it's very awkward and it's very it just seems very childish i think that's the problem that i have with it i will say that i don't have a problem with oliver basically like just dadding the shit out of her dude like like three weeks in a row now yeah uh if you're here to apologize uh no i'm not and and this week was you're you're better better than that you're better than more disappointing in the world than hearing somebody that you think cares for you or has your back tell you like you're disappointed Bro, or you could do better dude. Okay. If say, say you and I were out at like a convention or something and I did something stupid, which is pretty standard, which is pretty standard. And obviously when I do stupid shit, it's funny. And I'm, I'm seeing, I'm saying something really detrimental and you walked up to me and you said, dude, you're fucking better than this. I would have, I would, it would destroy me. Yeah. Like it, it, it would be, because at the end of the day, guys, like we all make fun of each other in the network, but we're really close friends. And if, if, if we were in some type of situation where Bobby said that to me, I would be fucking crushed. It would, it would hurt. And I think for Oliver to tell her that, like when he said that, dude, I was like, Oh, fuck, that's cr-. like, and you could tell it hit her pretty hard. Yeah. It hit her like a ton of bricks and it should have. Um, I mean, even when he said that he's not there to apologize, I mean, he's been savage, dude. But the thing is, like, it's totally warranted. It's totally warranted for the way she, she, her character's been acting. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, dude, I got to ask you, is there any fucking way they can save this character? Can this character be saved or is she getting off and we're going to get Black Siren as Black Canary? I, I, at this point, I am done with the Canary character in general. Like, just be done with it. Like just, just, just don't have one at all. Just don't have one because it's not. You failed like three times now. You really have. I, I mean, like, and Cause, bad because Sarah wasn't the Sarah we know now. Back then, she wasn't. She wasn't super awesome and hot. Well, she was hot, but she wasn't bad. But like her acting wasn't that like right. She's better. She's, She's better grown now. a lot as like an actress. And, you know, maybe, again, it's just because it's getting written different or she's more comfortable in what she was doing. In her I role. Think she came down from, like, a, you know, more of a choreographed dance background type thing, you know, where she hadn't been acting a lot. And so, you know, five, six, seven years later, of course, you know, you should get better. You should get better at your craft. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. If not, you probably should quit. Holly West. Um, so I just don't know if I want another canary. 
Well, okay. So let me ask you this. Okay. If they somehow, because it looks like they're going this route with Black Siren. Would you be okay with that? No. I, again, I, I, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over them trying. Yeah. And especially if they're going to make the Felicity Oliver thing work, you can't have Bring somebody that he's in love with. Yeah. Or again, going to source material, you can't have somebody that he's always been meant to be with. And I think the easiest way to clean that thing is kill is, Felicity. Is, is, <laughs> is to, you know, just clean that slate and be done with the Canary stories in general. Black Siren. Like, I wouldn't be like, Shocked if Lance, Canary, and Black Siren all die this year. Really? Yeah. I mean, I just don't see... Just get rid of the Lance altogether. I just don't see a future, let's say. Like, I, I'm i telling you, dude. Felicity dies. Stupid. And you slide Laurel right into that place. No. Because, I, I, again, I've grown to like Felicity as a character. Oh, my God. What did you just say? I've never really had an issue with it. It was more of the forcing of it. You know, I've not been on that hating bandwagon. We just don't talk about it because some of the decisions were stupid. I don't think it's stupid anymore. I think we've seen Oliver grow into more of that dad mentor role, and we've seen Felicity grow into more of the mother role. So I don't have an issue with what's going on writing-wise anymore because – Again, it's it seems like more of like the most mature relationship right. that we've seen on in the Arrowverse. Mm. You know, um, because still Iris and Wallet or Iris and Barry still hide this stuff from each other. That's a good. That's a good point. And so I don't see anything wrong with how they did. You know, Olicity uh, 2.0. So I wouldn't want to try to ruin that to try to build back up because then it's like you get all these people like say that was to happen and Laurel was the slip into. The, the Black Canary role again, then you're just dealing with everybody being like, oh, I can't believe Oliver is like not even mourning Felicity anymore and just like slipping right, you know, back into old habits. Yeah. And, and he I, goes on a boat, takes, <laughs> takes Laurel with <laughs> this time. Yes. They cra- capsizes five more years on the island. So I, I just don't see that <laughs> as like a, a logical or a advancing story yeah. to try to rekindle something that is like flown the coop. All right. Fair enough. I still think Laurel's going to be Black Siren. You can think it all you want. I just, I, I just don't think I'd like it. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, all right. Let's talk about uh, some of the flashbacks because we did get flashbacks this episode. Um, they weren't completely terrible, but they were flashbacks. So uh, most of them had to do with Caden James background. Uh, and we basically got to see the path of Caden to a super villain, uh, which is neat. But like, did we did we really need to see that? Did it was it really necessary? I, like, I think they missed the mark here with the flashbacks because you know you saw Elena in them all, and I don't know how you felt. Um, go ahead and continue. But I felt that she was going to be like this ringmaster person and somehow infiltrated both things it's funny you say that because immediately when she showed up and she was working with the team and like there's a mother mole in my blah 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 like i immediately thought it would have been her like she's the one she was the mastermind behind everything yeah like dude and i think it would have been more shocking than the route that they went Uh if she was because i mean look at her she's just a little nerd girl 
Yeah. Right? Like who, who was just like a fangirl over Felicity. Yeah. Like, if she put on that front to infiltrate, you know, both Helix to get Arrow to get him out so they could she could, you know, control something. I mean, it could have been like a weird spin, but again, we run into that problem where, you know, she's not physical enough to be a so she outsmarts everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's I feel like that was kind of the story of this season so far. Like it well, obviously until this episode. But it was all about mentally being smarter than, you know, like you can be as physically imposing as you want. But if you're not smart, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to get beat. But if you're super smart and I thought that was the route they were going, I think Elena would have totally made sense. Yeah. And, you know, like and she slips out like she slips out of the bunker, like with nobody noticing. It's like usual suspects. Yeah. She just Absolutely. takes off her glasses and she's in like some sexy thing and just walks away. I was going to say like Officer, Officer Doofy in Scary Movie, but <laughs> <laughs> Officer Doofy report for duty. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that you get my stupid ass references except for Sky High. Um, but no, I, I yeah, dude, like that that would have made way more sense. I I think I just I don't know. I think it would have been cooler. Yeah, it, it just seemed like it was setting it up for that. Yeah. And it would have been somebody like, again, that was more kind of intertwined with the story and just things that have happened and how she somehow found all these people. Right, and, right. I now, did you feel for Caden James when they came up and were like, you can't watch the rest of your son's basketball game? Like, dude, I'm not resisting. Just let me stand and watch this window. Like, yeah, it's a. Uh, don't be a prick. It's one of those things that where you can see. And they always talk about like geniuses are like kind of like scatterbrained. Yeah. The where you like lose track of time and you can't. You're multitasking. You're and, not very. Yeah, you can't multitask. And you just you lose track. And it, I thought they played that off very well and you know the fact that it it showed a lot about like how much he really loved his son that even though they he was willing to get captured to, that argus was on his ass that he was willing to go out and do this because he like he he's almost like uh a, a G, like oliver's like the physical guy and then he's a genius he's the genius side of it to where yes they will do all this stuff but they will risk everything for their sons yep Yep, he's a complete polar opposite. He's he's not phys- like I said, he's not physically imposing. He's but he is to Oliver's physical strength is his mental strength. Yeah, he is his equal. And I, and I thought they did a good job at least with that part of the flashbacks, yes. where at least that's the link that I got between the two of the characters. That you know Oliver would probably be doing the same thing if like somebody killed his son. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, think the hood about would even come back. the hood would come back and for he sure. would be hunting down these people no matter what. He'd be killing dudes for sure. So. Now, I want to bring this up. Okay. And we talked about it before, but am I the only one that thought the kid looked like he should have been like in college? Like getting drafted to the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> I like Dude, he looked there's no way that kid was in high school. Dude, like he looked old, dude. He had a mustache. Yeah, well, that's not saying much. I've had a beard since I was thirteen. Oh, I guess that's a good point. But it was more of like the the man muscles. He was he was totally a man, dude. <laughs> like, like I like, I was more shocked. Like, did anything in this episode than when they're like, I gotta get to my son's 
a regional final high school game. You're like, you know, high school? He's 18. Motherfucker, you know? at least 30. He's, he's 18. <laughs> I'm like, did you fucking get a fake birth certificate for this dude? <laughs> I am 12. <laughs> Danny Alamante? What's up? Uh, What's up, Pedro? I am 12. Like, yeah. dude, no joke, dude. I When I first saw him, I was just like, what the fuck? There's no way that kid's in high school. Yeah. That Letterman jacket's like, no way, dude. Yeah, I I was shocked when they said you're the age, and that's some some of those things you just maybe not talk about it. Yeah, like, just say oh, I got to make my son's basketball game. You don't have to say what it was. Yeah, we don't know if it's just freaking intramural league in college or yeah. high school. It was just like a weird thing because I was totally distracted by how giant that man was. <laughs> Dude, it's always it's funny how, like some people who play like. You know, you go, you watch movies or whatever, and they're supposed to be in high school, right? Uh-huh. And you know the actor's like 24 or 25, and you're like, okay, they can pull it off. Like, for example, Emma Stone in Easy A. Yeah. Okay. She's supposed to be in high school. Supposed to be like 18, but she's like 24 or 25 when she filmed that. Yeah. But she totally pulled it off. There is no way this dude could have, like, pulled off being 18. I'm sorry. The dude was a man. Like, I literally immediately thought... Of fucking bad boys too, motherfucker! You least thirty, like <laughs> no joke, dude. Ah, oh, okay. I was I was wondering if I was the only one that like was really thrown off by that because that was really weird. So in real life, he was born in ninety five, so that makes him what? He's ten years younger than me, so he's twenty two. That then good. He for- didn't. He's fucking dude. Yeah, you you've been buying beer illegally for a long time, buddy. <laughs> oh yeah, he is no McLovin, dude, for sure. Yeah, because wow, yeah, I, that th- dude's twenty two. Yeah. You gotta be shit. No, what's his name? Hold on, Jesse Irvin. Jesse Irvin. I spelled Jesse with three S's. Is that smart? <laughs> you spelled it with my lisp. <laughs> Jesse Irvin. Um. Oh, he didn't show up. I probably no one post. Uh, uh, it's uh, it's not. Yeah, no. I mean, born June eleventh, nineteen ninety five. Son of a bitch. So good for you for looking old. Yeah, I mean, dude, you you have to know he had he had bought like beer for his. I it shocked me when I looked. I really expected him to be maybe twenty seven, twenty eight. Huh. Wow. <laughs> I mean, his birthday in, in the in the show was June fourteenth, nineteen ninety eight. So he's only playing only three years. Yeah, it's not like Luke Perry. Oh yeah, good point. Nine hundred two one zero. That was horrible. No, uh, it was Luke, man. Anyways, yeah, I just thought it was weird. He looked old. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. Uh, did you guys like the CW's Black Lightning? Um, again, I still haven't seen it, but. Uh, nothing's changed in 10 minutes nothing's changed in 10 minutes guys i was gonna try to watch 10 minutes of it uh the crew behind dc on cw will discuss and analyze all episodes next as part of our patreon exclusive broadcast dc on cw presents uh bobby and mike are going to do a special discussion about um the all new dc series and if you guys head over to patreon.com slash rainman digital and subscribe to the podcast here which i believe is only five bucks yep um you will receive this plus hours and hours of additional content like guys that five dollars goes a long freaking way like you get a lot yeah yeah you, 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 you like comic books we got movie reviews we got bonus shows from us you get black lightning black lightning you know there's all kinds of things for that five dollars if you love us 
support us. I mean, if even if you mildly like us. If you're mildly entertained by anything we say. If you think that I'm attractive. <laughs> and we just lost subscribers. <laughs> yeah. I just watched the dollar amount go down. What the fuck just There happened? goes our wrestling show. Shit. Anyways. All right, guys. Uh, let's talk about kind of the later half of the episode here. Um, we'll talk about Caden James. You know, he wants to expose this rat. Right. Obviously, he's got a rat in the midst. Because if yeah, um, if I'm gonna get vengeance, I better at least kill the right dude. Right, right. Or, or girl. Yeah. Let's not be sexist here. Um. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> before we get into that, okay. When when Black Siren steps up, is like I'm the one that did it. It's like you weren't even on this earth. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even think about that until you just said that. I was like, that was the first thing I thought. I'm like, so, at least they had a reason for her getting close to kind of get that neck thing off her. But that was the first thing. I'm like, you weren't even here. You you literally are from another dimension. Like, we had real Laurel then. We yeah. had boozy Laurel then. Oh, we did have boozy Laurel. So, like, no, or was she already dead? Wait, no, 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 she was dead because he was going to recruit the new one. So maybe she was there. But it... It just didn't seem, maybe because I thought he was like 100 years old. <laughs> it just didn't seem like time-wise. It didn't seem like the timeline was right. Yeah. Well, and, she she was dead. But but was Black Siren here? No, he was going to recruit Black Siren. No, I mean, going to recruit the Black new canary. Dinah. But Black Siren was still not on this earth yet. I don't know. I need a chalkboard in the timeline. Where's Cisco? Yeah, where's Cisco when we need him? I, but, but anyway, that was the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, were you even here? But you weren't even here. <laughs> It's like one of those people that tells the story like they were there and you're like, you, you, you heard it. They heard it from someone else. Yeah, and they're, they're like, like, motherfucker, you weren't even there. You're telling my story. Yeah. Trying to steal my glory. Son of a bitch. I mean, did, okay. So you mentioned that obviously she got close to, to get the thing off her neck. Did she know about that or did that, was that just a random event? I think that was just a random event. Okay. That's what I thought, but I was just, I wasn't sure. Um, because there was no, there was no precursor that set it up that she knew that it was some kind of dampening signal or okay okay I, I just wasn't sure unless I completely missed it but I don't think I did okay I, I didn't think I, I didn't I was just making sure because I wasn't sure if that was the case um was it incredibly awkward to watch the two teams work together like I just feel like them hunting and like the whole like even Oliver giving them like commands like you go get the you know wild dog and terrific you go get this guy like it was just it was super awkward yeah and for me it was one of those like why would i ever send dina to go hunt laurel yeah what the fuck are you re- are you retarded ollie like or at least send him with like you know somebody with a conscience yeah like send diggle yeah, right diggle or terrific somebody two black guys yeah not with her daddy because yeah, daddy, that's just not, that doesn't make sense. That's, uh, daddy. That, that whole thing is just an awkward situation yeah, going I, forward. That's incredibly awkward, and we'll, I don't really, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah. I, it just, it, it still didn't feel complete, even though it just, the whole second, you know, Team B just seemed so weirded out by the whole, like, he's going to do this and yeah. not listen, like her not listening to them. It's like at what point? Could that be a red flag? Yes. Do you not just be like, "All right, you have to do something different," or we need to disable her? <laughs> you know, can we lock her up with the thing until she stops flipping out? Can we like use a little diggle cell? Some, <laughs> something. 
Did they have to? Is little Diggle still in that cell? Is he dead in there? Or did they clean that out? No, they just leaving the bones for her. like the rats. Yeah. Um, can can I can I ask you a question? And I'm really kind of confused by this. What the fuck is William doing? I want to be by my daddy. Yeah. Like, dude. Okay, you went for yeah. making William. You you were starting to make. It was William. another backtrack for the character. Yes, it was, dude. He took two steps forward and seventeen steps back in this episode. I'm like, dude, bro, you want to be right next to the bomb that's going to blow up the city? Are you an idiot? I want to be next to my dad. So the only reason I could buy it is because if you think about last week, you know, we had that dope ass point of view shot where William was watching. Oh, he wanted to see it in person. He's like, no. But again, if you see somebody that's acting like that, like if you know, like friends that fight. Like really well, and a fight breaks out. Like I'm gonna go like stand next see, to like you wanna, you're the guy that pulls out your camera. You're like yes, no, 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 world no. star. No, no, not even that. Oh. Just think about protection wise. Oh, okay, okay. Like I'm gonna go be next it's to the safer, person that yeah. I like. It's safer for me. Like you know, our buddy Joe, I know will fuck anybody up. Like so, why wouldn't I go stand next to Joe if a giant brawl breaks out, knowing like this that man he'll, will he'll, he'll hurt someone. Will be be there for me that yeah, I'm not worried about. So I could almost see that to where. William wanted to. Did he put something in the bag? I, did, why did he bring the bag in the first place? I thought he put something in it, but yeah, it I never came out. Yeah, I thought he did and too. I, I honestly thought he was going to shoot Caden. Dude, he just pulls out a nine. <laughs> bap, 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 bap. Because that, that's what I thought he grabbed at first was a gun. That would have been awesome, dude. He pulls out an Uzi and just rocks him. You know, and, <laughs> and just shoots him and it's like, oh. All right, oh. fucking season over, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, Look at that, dad. I took care of that dad. You couldn't do it. I did it. You suck. But so uh, I can almost understand him running to it. But again, yeah. um, shame on like parental people for not watching. Cause you did you have, see all three of them. They were looking at tech. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you <laughs> do have, uh, but Thea and Felicity were still in the bunker. Yeah. So well, it was like, Alina Felicity yeah. and wasn't, uh, it was Diggle. No, Diggle was out. Oh, Diggle was out. So it was, it was, uh, it was, it was Thea because Thea speedy. kept telling her, like, get, get away or whatever yeah. she said. Wow. Great job. Great job, ladies. Jeez. Elena, so, I can cut some slack because she's not really. No, but your, your mother, like your mother and your aunt should kind of yeah. keep track of you. True. Um, it just seemed like an unnecessary thing other than like more of a plot device to see. Caden maybe have some sympathy for Oliver and what he was going right. through. I, I thought that's what I thought that's where they were going with it, you know, because you know he lost his son and now Oliver's there with his son and he could lose his son. I, I thought that was the route they were going to go with it, mm-hmm. you know. And when when Caden gets knocked out and uh, William and him are struggling for the switch, uh-huh. um, I thought, oh god, you know, like this is going to go one of two ways, you know. And I do, I do have to say, we don't see it very often, but Oliver throwing the the mini arrow into the into his hand, mm-hmm. dude, that was badass. I was so worried about that at first. I was like, because I think every like his muscle spasm, he clicks the button. Well, that or like kind of the the standard thing is like this is a dead man switch, right? If he lets go of the button, yeah. So I thought I was like, oh, did they did they go that route? Did they say anything about that? No, because I think because he if you look at the switch, he flipped the button up and you had to press it down. Yeah, I just wasn't sure because, yeah. like I said, it just seems to be like the go to thing for is a dead man switch. It's a dead man. Yeah. Like, how are we going to make him hold his hand and 
kill him at the same time. Maybe he wanted to just hold some hands. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with holding hands, Bob. Nothing. I don't know. I thought that was, I thought that was rad, dude. I, I mean, cause we always see him hit people with arrows, you know, uh-huh. but like the throwing arrow, we don't see, cause he know, we know he has him on his, um, his suit. Yeah. But we never see him really use him. No. So that was dude right in the middle of the, dude, that would hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah. Dude, an arrow to the hand. It just seemed like a, I don't know. The whole thing seemed anticlimactic, like the end for me. Well, I mean, let's, I'll be completely honest, dude. Like, you know, he takes down Caden. He's in the cell, right? And he comes to talk to him. And that whole talk went about as how I thought it would go. Uh-huh. You know, he's going to turn over the money and everything. And he, he, you know, his son would have been ashamed of him for doing these things. And he's going to repent, you know, you know, or air quote what repent. a sucky guilt thing to do yeah my son would have been ashamed of me like i just i kind of knew it was going to go that route yeah now i did not know that homeboy what was that guy's name richard dragon okay yeah, yeah dragon sorry i i did i the guy was so low level that i didn't even remember the dude's name or ricardo diaz i think right it's ricardo diaz i think yeah i think the comic name is richard dragon Freaking slits his throat, dude. I did not see that coming. Like, I think we had talked about it to where we thought, like, I had kind of given the speculation that it was Anatoly because, you know, just to come back. Right. As, would as, that like, have been a more of a revenge? Yeah. Would that have been more of an impact than this guy? Well, it was kind of weird because you think about it and, you know, when the character came up, he was drug running and he was able to get away and he seemed to be out in like public wise. Yeah. And he talked about, you know, taking over the city after um, Chad Coleman's character died. I can't think. Tobias Church. Tobias Church, yep. You know, so they had this setup that he kind of was inner, like, weaved within the city. Right. And I thought the like, the speech that he gave at the end about, you know, you're worried about destroying the city and I'm here to take it over. You got to think bigger. Right. I was like, all right, I could see that. And then going on with, you know, as soon as the camera went out, I still thought it was Elena. <laughs> Like coming in. Oh. Like, you know. <laughs> that would have been, you were like, oh, there's the swerve. Yeah. Like, thank you. But, and it, I, so again, drugs and, you know, the underbelly of the city is always kind of the, the heart of a vigilante story. Yeah. That's very true. So I could see that being more of a, a realistic angle for this. But again, he was, so close to getting his whole city like operation blown up and if his drug ring was really that big you know what is 70 million divided by fours but like yeah, 15 17 million dollars a piece something yeah like it's that. a it's yeah it's a good it's a good chunk of change but like it, what is a drug run in a city like that supposedly is the biggest seattle you know yeah like what was he missing out on like that way so i I appreciate it. I just don't know if it was set up properly. Um, as far as like I buying the fact that he could be smart enough mm-hmm. for the hack. Yeah, I mean that. I think that's where I was kind of having a, a hard time with it. Was you know this guy who's been pegged as kind of just being a street thug, right? Yeah. Is he really capable of doing? you know, computer hacking to hack a picture. Like I just, this manipulation. Yeah. And I think that's really where I was, you know, kind of confused. But again, we obviously don't know where it's going Yeah, either. And, and 
you know, this character. At least he's more of a believable opponent, like on the physical side. Yes. So apparently this character, Richard Dragon, in the comic books is like a master martial artist. Like he's like top martial artist and some supposedly some kind of badass. So they better be establishing that over the next couple episodes. Yeah. And, and I guess in 2013, um, Ricardo Diaz, uh, is a, is the villain, like became, he was like a villainous version of, you know, this guy, Richard Dragon. Okay. So I, they changed it with the new 52. They changed the character. So, I mean, Again, I'm not I'm not going to shit on it because I like I said the Kate and James thing has run its course. Oh, we knew. No, nothing else we could Yeah, do. you knew that. We knew that. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I I just it, do I think this guy can hold 9 episodes? I don't know yet. But we're going to find out. Yeah, it just it just matters like what Until Bane shows up. Well, we again. So, we're on episode 13, episode 15, we're going to get uh Arsenal back. Right. So I don't know. I think he's on one or two, and then that will probably be the exit of Speedy, which then enters the Assassins, because I think Nessa comes back on 17. And, you know, so we'll have other things going on than this. Yeah. Do you think this leads into next season or no? I don't think this part. I think the, like I said, I think the Assassin stuff stuff comes back in. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yep. All right. Let's jump into final thoughts. Um, you know what, uh, Bob, why don't you go first? So again, if we were to like do the Jar Jar Binks edit of this, <laughs> this episode would have been so much better without the, the Dinah stuff. Yeah. You cut her out. It would have been great because again, when we talked about like the Caden James, like kind of dual story with Oliver and you know, the love for the son, it's so much better when it comes out of my mouth than the frustrating, like, and Misa Dinah Binks. Yes, the the five or ten minutes of Dinah doing just Dinah fucking shit. dumb shit that just frustrates the inside of me. And that <laughs> you can see that it's starting to, like, Team B is starting to, it's starting to wear on them. That it's like this, like, we yes, we're supposed to back up our homies. Yeah. But what you're doing isn't exactly something I want to back up. Right. And... So hopefully, like, that ends soon. The whole, like, Captain Lance kind of kidnapping Laurel thing is an interesting swerve that we really didn't get into that much. Just because I don't know if there was a lot to discuss other than it's just weird. It was weird, dude. I, I didn't want to go into it just because it was really weird and, and kind of incesty. Yeah. And I didn't want to really talk about that. So. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's just awkward. Yeah. Um, but again, if we cut out, like I said, the, the, the Dinah parts of it, the, the episode was solid it, for me. It advanced the story. It helped out, close out that Caden James thing, kind of gave them more motive than we've seen before. Right. And, you know, again, it was, it was time for it to end. So it'll be interesting to see what this back nine holds. Yeah. I like how we're using a lot of golf. It's called the back nine in TV too. Oh, is it really? Last nine episodes. Yep. Son of a bitch. I did not know that. Wow. Golf. Uh, Didn't even go to film school. Wow. You, Jesus. Um, I, I did. I don't have much to add. I, I really think that, you know, we talked about Dinah. I just, it, it's really sad and it really bums me out that they, they take a character that we really started to like right off the bat 
and just tanked her. And like you said, I don't think there's any saving grace. Um, the Caden James thing, we, we, you called it last week. We knew it was going to run its course. Uh, it was just, it was over. There's nothing. You can't hold a city hostage for nine episodes. Like it just does not, it's not a thing. You can't do it. Especially when you can't beat Oliver in a fight, a fist fight. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I, I really, I really did not, I really didn't see it going this route though. I will say that. Yeah. It just seemed like, I think when they put the group together, we looked at it as like, oh, Dinah and Laurel are against each other. Then we have that two hackers against each other. Then yep. we have Ayatoli and Oliver against each other. Then it's Diggle and his drug dealer. Not, yeah. Not that Diggle's well, drug dealer was the main Well, even, even still, like Vigilante was still on the team. So yeah. you put him against the team, I guess. The team, yeah. And Oliver. Yeah, and Oliver. I, I just don't know, man. I, I, I like the episode. I thought the episode was great. If, if, you, if we did the Jar Jar Binks Dinah cut. And that's just stuff. I just didn't think it needed to be in there. To be completely honest, it was a waste of time. And it's just frustrating. It's frustrating. Um, overall, though, good episode. Like I said, fight scenes were really good. That wasn't really anything I could, you know, I could say bad about it. I think the fight scenes were great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Oliver hitting him in the hand with the freaking, I, I don't know why I, that stuck with me. But that was so cool. Because, um, I mean, we've seen er- him arrow people in 482 different ways. But that, for some reason, that was just really cool. Like kind of backhand throwing the dart into his hand. Yeah. Super cool. Um, but yeah, I, I did really like the episode. I thought it was a, it was a very good episode. It was a very good main story arc episode. And it, and I think like you said in, in the flash edition, it was a very good episode to leave us with questions. And I think that's going forward with nine episodes left or the back nine coming up. These questions that we have, I think are going to be answered pretty pretty quickly and i think it's also going to this episode gave us the right type of questions yep not ones that are going to be like answered you know right off the bat but ones that when they we did they do get answered we're going to go oh shit Mm -hmm. so um i am very very excited to see where we're going with nine episodes left uh with that guys that will do it for today's dc and cw arrow edition remember you can always catch any past and future dc and cw episodes through the ring manager app uh, follow us on all of our social media Twitter, Facebook, Instagram Also patreon.com guys Please go pledge, we appreciate it With that guys, we will see you Not in the mood for chit chat Gotcha, ready when you are